Hello, my Z Savageites, and welcome back to the show. Today, my guest is a professional program manager for Silicon Valley Bank, has a background in psychiatry, a proud Cowboys fan, a hard-ass worker, a badass mom, a fantastic wife, the life of every party, and the glue that holds everything together in her family. Please welcome my sister-in-law, Gloria Amaya. sister how are you hey sister i'm good i'm good. i'm excellent I excellent <laughs> see <laughs> so how was how was work today today was pretty easy um i had a couple of events to go to um a diwali festival which is a festival of light um oh. that our india counterparts celebrate so we celebrate that that's cool. Indian food, and it was very spicy, and I got a lot of heartburn. <laughs> but the food tasted delicious, so it was worth it. That's <laughs> awesome. That's really cool. So, like, is that something your company's been doing for a really long time, or as long as I've been with them? Yes. Okay. Now, what four company years. do you what company do you work for? Uh, Silicon Valley Bank. Okay. All right. And you've been with them for four years. You said. Yes. Very cool. And what do you do for them? I am a ninja. Just You're kidding. a ninja? <laughs> Please share your secrets on how to be a ninja. <laughs> well, I am a program manager. So I just recently started this position. Um, before I used to do loans and math all day long and Excel spreadsheets and now I do PowerPoints all day long and setting up um, an early career development program. Oh, that sounds really, really cool. I would prefer PowerPoints over Excel any day. <laughs> I kind of like them both. Really? I like, yeah. I'm like a data person, but like, I don't want to do it 24 seven. But if I have to, like, I, I know how to figure it out kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I used to do it for work all the time, but it wasn't high levels of data. It was moderately, it was, it was decent. It was accounting stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if you know what asset-based lending is. I don't. Please tell me. Well, it would be, <laughs> so my company works in startups, um, fintech, um, a whole plethora of small businesses, large businesses, we're, we're all over the map. Um, but one of the things that I like about my company is that we do fund and we do work with, you know, brand new emerging technology companies, um, life sciences. And so my job used to be to help people borrow money against their assets. Oh, okay. So you're using your capital to borrow money as like, collateral right like if I wanted to go and get a loan this. yeah that's I would use like my house as collateral you could yeah. yeah so that would be like a home equity line of credit type of thing where it's using the value on your home okay. but like if you had a small business you know like maybe mm -hmm. I think you might have one yeah and you have like a list of clients right and <laughs> I know where you're going money. with this yeah and they owe you money and you want to borrow money against that money that they owe you then that's kind of what what we do 
Oh, okay. All right. So how'd you get, I mean, how'd you get into all this? Cause I know you went to school for psychiatry and you have your master's in that. So like, how did, how did you become a program manager or have you always wanted to be a program manager? No. Well, yes, but I didn't. Yes. And no, I'm kind of a difficult question. Um, so I got my degree in my bachelor's in psychology, bachelor of science, which is mm-hmm. different than a bachelor of arts. Um, and then I did my master of science in industrial organizational psychology. So that is essentially a study of human behavior in organizations and the workplace. Oh, okay. Very fascinating. Um, for me, human which... behavior is super interesting. Yeah. And something that I am able to kind of hone in on naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing a civil engineering degree at UTEP and I decided that's University of Texas at El Paso, Mm -hmm. hometown. For Uh, those of you that don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I took a psychology class for, I don't know what reason, and I fell in love and I switched gears. Now I'm kicking myself because I probably should have stuck with that civil engineer. <laughs> thing, but yeah, it's, human behavior it's like a big is thing. never going to go away either. So no, and it's fun. It's so fun. It's fun to like sit there and dissect people. I mean, wow. I like to people watch a lot. I go to the mall and I'll sit there. I mean, pre-COVID, I'll sit there and like watch people and have a pretzel. It's amazing. Just, like make up stories for them like oh. yeah like oh what are what are you buying today or what can, what you know what do you do for a living where you could buy that tiffany's necklace <laughs> i don't know just silly things like that but this is my know. fifth tiffany's this week <laughs> yeah right so <laughs> i um sorry i digress um so going back to your job and stuff what mm-hmm. it sounds i mean just based on what you've already told me, it sounds like it's kind of challenging. Um, your promotion, has it been a challenge for you? Uh, yes and no. Like, yes, in the sense of I'm coming into the very beginning of this new program we're trying to build, and I'm at the ground floor, and I love it because I get to shape that program. Um, and we're doing an early career development program for our technology teams. So um, this whole part of being an IO psychologist is like training and development, right? So for me, training and development is a huge aspect of people and doing their jobs and having the right people to do those jobs, right? So you don't want a manager that's constantly putting you down or not being a good mentor or overly... um, I don't know, involved in their own business and life and then not worrying about their teams. Like, you know, to be, I mean, that's just an experience I've had. And I think since then I've been kind of stuck on making sure that people should be, are where they, where they should be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are managers that should not be managers. And they just right. got that position because there was no one else to fill it. And that's not, that's not okay. Right. And like, no, for the person who can't speak up that says, you know what, I really don't like this job. And for the people that have to work under that person that 
don't know that maybe that person doesn't like their job. I mean, it Mm -hmm. can go a ton of ways, but. Do Do you, I mean, is that something you've noticed a lot in your line of work? Yes. Yeah. With other companies or like within your own? Well, I think people around me, my husband, for instance, um, he's had a few managers that I just have to say like, wow, like how are you even able to allowed to coach people? Like you're a terrible person. Right. For me to say that it takes a lot. I always try and like give them the benefit of the doubt or like, Oh, well, what about this? I'm trying to find a reason for that behavior. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, is like, if, if, if I'm trying to do that, I shouldn't, they shouldn't be a manager. They shouldn't right. be yeah. managing people. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's no bueno. No, no bueno. So what's your biggest, what's your biggest challenge other than the events and stuff? Like what's your biggest challenge with your job right now? Um, I think the challenging part is I'm in a corporate setting. So I've done a similar like program build out for, a small company before um, and I had full reign. And so in a corporate setting, there's red tape everywhere. There's mm-hmm. getting budgets approved and budgets approved and a lot of budgets to approve. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest thing is all the numbers and all the things you have yeah. to take into consideration. And I have zero experience doing that. Right. So this is a huge learning curve for me and a challenge in itself. I bet. I bet. Well, I mean, you're looking good doing it with your smile and everything. So (laughs) (laughs) it suits you, you, I guess. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, um, yeah, Yeah, well you should, I mean, a promotion is great and you worked hard for it. So, I mean, but it comes with more responsibilities, I guess. And different, yeah, responsibilities. Yeah. I love working for the bank. They are, it's a great place to work. I mean, my boss, well, our, my manager, my direct manager, she's a great person. I met her working. um, I joined a culture club at work and we do put on host events quarterly and we have a recognition Mm -hmm. program that we set up and it's like peer to peer recognition. Um, right. I think that's important in a job is like recognizing your peers and they get spot bonuses and you know it's a whole thing that we put on every quarter so that our employees can feel you know valued and taken care of and you know like celebrated yeah well so that's I important like that. that's how you keep them coming back mm-hmm. every day to work <laughs> and less turnover which is yes Sure. I'm sure they love. Yeah. Cause having to hire people, I'm sure it costs more money than it does just to continue to pay people. So yeah. Yeah. Every Friday we have a work life balance from one to five. So we oh. can be wherever we want to be at home at work, we can do whatever we need to do where there's nice. no expectation of working at that time. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. And I checked the calendar invite and there's zero end date on it. So, oh, so <laughs> this very is nice. like forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, like Friday afternoons are most likely free, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty good at finishing my work. I am, I am, yeah, I am, I'm not a procrastinator with this work. I can't right. be. You can't because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Oh. 
And it could be a whole other cluster of stuff that, yeah, that you have to make room for. Yeah, I get it. And you're super good at organizing, so. I, I, I try. <laughs> Just don't look at my office right now. It's definitely not organized in any way. Yeah. Hey, you're, you're a working mom, so I totally get it. I totally get it. Speaking of being a working mom, how's yeah. my cute little five-year-old nephew doing? He's good. He's um, he was struggling being in an after-school program. Um, I don't know if it was like the transition into kindergarten and it being a long day because he did do preschool for about three hours the second half of the of this year, the I guess the spring of this year. Um, okay. And then he joined, we had him in T-ball and trying to get him in some social activities because last year was, yeah, I mean, last yeah. year was, was rough. A hot mess. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It was a hot mess. Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. A hot mess. Yeah. And he was with us 24-7. And then mm-hmm. now he's at school for six hours a day. And we're like talking to his teacher and she's like, maybe, you know, try getting him into this after school program and I said okay we signed him up it was like discounted $170 so we paid it and he went maybe a total of a week this month oh wow well he was sick for a few days he had a cold so we can't take him to school with the cold or any symptoms right Right. um and we had to get him COVID tested before we sent back and thankfully I mean all on all fronts he was good no COVID I didn't expect to have it but yeah you know, I guess you never know um, yeah he was having a really rough time with explorer I asked that's the name of the program I mm-hmm. asked the teachers and I was like what is going on is somebody picking on him he said that some kids were calling him a stupid loser and <gasps> stuff what? like that so that's yeah. terrible shame on them they're well, five right yeah they're five and the thing that I think got to us the most is that it was the weekend and he was stressing about going on Monday. Right. That's so my husband and I fun. made the decision. Yeah. Daniel. Yeah. No, Daniel. Right. We made the decision Hi, not, to, <laughs> not to take him anymore. Like we can't, like, I don't want my kids stressing out over right. an after school program. Like he, sh- he should be going to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Those darn bullies, we, we, we man. Decide. Yeah. Yeah. Did you at least let the staff know like what was going on? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, because they told me that he, when they have homework time, he -hmm. would get there and he would cry for homework time. Like really, he would cry for me and then he would be fine. And then it was playtime and he was fine and he wanted, you know, he was playing. Right. And every time I picked him up, he's like, I had so much fun with Lotus or I had so much fun with whoever (laughs) he's there with. I was like, okay. You're like, all right, kid. Yeah. Dang. Oh, poor little buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I think he just wanted to come home and be on his tablet. Right. uh, Let's be honest. Yeah. (laughs) Those darn tablets, man. They're killer. I swear to God. (laughs) And I I limit the time and he still finds other things to do. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We started doing that with our kids, uh, our boys, too, because they'd come home after school and like, forget about homework, forget about anything. Let's turn on the TV and let's watch until dinner. And then finally, you know, when I get around to asking them, Hey, do you guys have homework today? 
oh yeah, I forgot to do this, that, and the other. And I'm like, it's already six o'clock. What the heck, you know? And then they expect to watch TV after dinner. And I was like, no, I like had a full on, not meltdown, but I had a full on mom beast mode a couple weeks ago. And I took all their tablets, all their devices. I even hid the remotes to the TV. That's how upset I was (laughs) because I'm like, you guys aren't doing anything when you get home, like nothing, you know, you just want to get on the TV and be on it until whenever. And I mean, partially, I mean, that's part my fault because, you know, I get them home and I'm busy getting dinner ready or I'm busy doing stuff for, you know, my vlog or whatever for my business. So I, I tend to lose time. So that's, that's mom's fault, but still like they're not babies they're not five they're 10 and almost 12 years old so and they know the expectation I just I got so mad I was so mad I would be upset too right yes your boys are smart kids I've yes had the pleasure of doing homework with them before mm-hmm. and they both do not like it at all no I know <laughs> they hate it they're like this is the worst thing on the planet <laughs> <laughs> they do hate it. I I remember taking care of them when um I think the wherever you were taking them uh-huh. back when you lived here in AZ. Um yeah. Why I don't know where you were taking them, but we ended me and Benji ended up going for two weeks. Remember that time I got super sick? I don't even know what I was sick from. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to remember. I don't know. You guys had to drive me home. Like somebody drove my car and then uh, followed. Or Hav drove my car and then you followed with the kids. Were we going, to, were we coming back from like El Paso or something? No, I was just, I was going to help you guys with the boys and, and Siri, I think. Um, was I like, was Rowan like new or so? I mean, I'm trying no. to remember. No, they no. were like, they were school age. They were both doing homework. Hmm. But it was a while back and Benji, yeah. was, a baby. Benji was a baby and I oh, okay. had a really bad migraine and I was like puking and <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I do remember something to that effect. I'm just trying to remember why, why you were over. I don't remember now. Well, I was saving you guys money from having to take them and pay for after the program, a summer program, I think. Okay, maybe that's what it was. Like maybe you had time off from work or something like that, and you were helping well, us out. I just finished my master's degree at that point. Oh, okay, and. Because and I wasn't working with Benji. And when I had Benji, I didn't work for almost the whole year. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, I know. It's it is nice. I know. I haven't been working since like the beginning of August, and it's been interesting to say the I least. Mean, you have been working though. I I guess I don't know if you, you'd consider painting the house for working. But. Well, it's a lot of work. Look yeah, at all the it taping is. we had to do and yeah, oh, yeah, that was it that is. was fun. I hate tape. I hate taping. <laughs> I never <laughs> want to do it again. Never. Like that wall oh, in that line in series room that goes all the way around. Yeah, and I had to tape. That was yeah. fun. Oh my God. I know. It's almost like I thought having the paint sprayer was going to be really spectacular. And then I realized that it's not as great because you have to really prep the room for it. And it's almost 
takes up not worth too it. much more time. Yeah. It's almost just not even worth it. So I don't well, know. But and the thing is like we used a paint sprayer too and I loved it. But we didn't yeah. have it. Right. We didn't have carpet and we didn't really have much in the rooms. Like we were we were we had the rooms empty. We had the luxury of having the rooms empty. Yeah. And using the spray paint. I mean, we would just put a big plastic down on the floor and kind of move it around where we are going, but that's what yeah. helped us. Right. But you didn't have that luxury because you had carpet. Yeah. And most wonderful, of the, yeah. wonderful carpet in all of the rooms. I had lots of fabulous carpet, which is now gone, thankfully. All and of- yeah, most of it. Yeah. My, um, so I, you know, I did my bedroom where I ripped up the carpet and then I did the front room. I ripped up that carpet and that's the only two carpets I've ripped up so far. So I have to rip up Hobbs office series bedroom and the boys bedroom. That's all that I have left to do. Which, By the way, your master bedroom floor looks amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. I, I would recommend anybody who is trying to paint the concrete in your rooms, maybe put like a sealer over it. Um, I need to do that because with dogs, especially like their nails have kind of been scratching it a little bit. And some of the paint kind of chips away a little bit, not much, but enough to where like, I have to probably go back in in some spots and like repaint. But other than that, it's really, it looks great. I'm really happy with it. So <laughs> oh, I like it a lot. I wanted, yeah, I want to do some more home improvement projects, but yeah. We need to chill on that. We spent two and a half months without a kitchen. So I. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm done with that for a while. <laughs> I know. I know. I hear you. How does the kitchen look now? Amazing. Yeah. There's like maybe well, like two seen... or three tweaks that I would have done different. Yeah. But for the most part, I love it. Now you got your cabinets, what, from Ikea, you said? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, do they pull out, like, the drawers? Like, do they, like, come out, too? Yeah. Well, you can design it that way. You can. It's the best. My, my pantry is all pull-out cab- pull drawers. Oh, and that's fantastic. My island is all pull-out drawers. And I have, like, okay. deep drawers and then, like, a smaller drawer on top. And it's they're still pretty. Um, yeah, yeah. They still have pretty much, like, a lot of room. That's what so, I want. It's so nice. I I love my kitchen. I love my island. Yeah. I love all the open space because before it was all compartmentalized and walls everywhere. I know. Mom's not sitting in the doorway (laughs) at the chair looking (laughs) in the kitchen. Hello. How are you guys over there? You know, (laughs) having to talk through walls. Yeah. Yeah. That was. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But it's. I'm glad it's done. Me too. I'm really glad it's done. He missed cooking. I miss baking. (laughs) (laughs) Baking. I love to bake. It's Christmas. Well, it's almost Christmas time. So it's almost time for me to start making my bizcochos. Oh. Family recipe. I I wish you could send me some. Which I think I can send. I think I can send you guys brownies. If I oh, just put a piece right. of bread on the top, I mm-hmm. I think I think I could do that, and it'll stay fresh. You can just vacuum seal them in a bag or something, no? Oh, that's true. 
I mm. guess I could. I, I have to look it up. I have to see, like, what's the best way to ship baked goods? Because, yeah, I know I got to yeah. send you guys some. I know, because so. we're not going to have your brownies or Thanksgiving in your house. I know. It's going to be kind of weird. Guys. I'm going to... I know it's it's gonna be so weird. I'm like, oh my god, it's only the four of us. Like, what the heck? It's so weird. Are you guys planning like a big turkey dinner? I mean, this is this is a result of you moving away. Ah, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Happy, even if it's far away from us. I know. I just I want us to be happy too. I I just needed a change, but. I don't know. It's nice. It's nice here. I mean, hopefully you guys will all start to mosey your way down. <laughs> um, I mean, not right now because you just redid your kitchen. Yeah, but I'm gonna enjoy that for a few years. Yeah, I know. But a realtor did tell us that we could probably get like twenty five hundred for our house for rentals as a rental. Oh, so if we wanted really? to rent it out, I'm like, that's about a thousand dollars over our mortgage, so that's not terrible. That might actually be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you could keep it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I would ever want to sell this house, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it's four bedrooms. Maybe I would add another bathroom somewhere somehow. But, I mean, two bathrooms, not terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, you got the hall bathroom and then you got your guys' bathroom and stuff. So it's not bad. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a good, decent sized house for sure. Yeah, I'd keep is. it. I'd keep it for as long as you possibly can. That's the so. plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. Uh, that's the plan, Stan. Sorry, yeah. we got off on a tangent. I know. It's Reminiscing. Just, that's just how it goes, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. where was I at with my questions? I know I had a couple more here. Um, oh yeah, we were talking about Benj, um, and him being in kinder and you working and, and Daniel working and basically being a full-time mom and a full-time employee. Mm -hmm. How, how hard is that? Uh, What are the challenges? What's the most challenging part of being a mom? (laughs) Handling his behaviors. Like, I have to deal with that with grown people. I don't know how to do it with a kid. Right. I can handle the grown people because they actually understand what I'm saying when I'm telling them, like, hey, let's try doing this. But with Benji, he's five. He's like, I don't know what that means, mom. So I just, like, hug him and I tell him, I love you. And then he, like, normally pushes me away and tells me, I don't like mommy. No. Told him that he has ten minutes left on the tablet. <sighs> um, I mean, it's not terrible. He has his mood swings. Yeah. But the worst part about this is kindergartner homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I what's have to that like? Videos. 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 Ew. I have to what? Upload a video of him doing homework what? every night. Like. So he has why to are do you his checking own vlogs. In on Basically, yeah. <laughs> What? And then sometimes we have to re-record because I mean, I ask him like I'll tell him like do these words rhyme and he's supposed to like tap the table. Oh and my so god! He's just sitting there tapping the table the whole time and I'm like no because that's entertaining. I mean why wouldn't you? Yeah. 
I mean, he likes the drum on the oh table God. like this. So, That's you know, hilarious. Super weird homework. And then the other day, well, this week we've had to write out, he had to write out zero through 46. Oh, okay. All wow. of the numbers, zero through 46. Oh. Or 45. I don't even know why I keep saying 46, but 45. Sorry. <laughs> zero through 45. And yeah, he has to write it out, but he wants to invert all the numbers. So he okay. wants to write, you know, 54 instead of 45. Oh, 40, funny. Like 04, and I'm like, nice. he thinks it's funny. Well, the thing is, is, like, I was thinking about it. Like, kids don't know to read from left to right. Right. We do because we're adults and we've been taught that. But right. I don't think he realizes that's how it's supposed to be. So when he's looking at numbers, like he always says 18 is 81. Every test that he's had on numbers, 18 is 81. Interesting. Except, but he says all the rest of the numbers correct. Yeah. Well, but 18 I mean, is 81. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll remember that when I see him next time. 18 is 81. I mean, I think the boys kind of had something like that growing up, like going through kinder. Like, where they just inverted the numbers all the time. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think it is kindergarten where they start to learn to read from left to right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he'll get there. It'll be fine. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. not worried. He's super sharp in math, though. I'm very proud of him. That's I'm good. Yeah. I'm the math, the math lover. That's not me. I'm not the math lover. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you no thank you but yeah it's hard it's hard to be a working mom I bet yeah I mean there's sometimes when I just want to hang out with him because he always asks to like have a movie day Mm -hmm. and I'm just like well I gotta work yeah with you in a little while right and he'll set a timer And then he'll, it beeps and I'm still working and he's like, mommy, you have to get off of work now because my timer is going off. And I'm like, okay, Benji. Right. Um, So I think it's funny that he knows how to set the timer. Yeah. Kids are very resourceful these days with the (laughs) technology. I swear. Well, I'll tell you how he knows is. Okay. I dye my hair because my roots are, I was blessed with having early grays. Ah. Yeah, too. I have a few somewhere oh, no. in there. Well, I have a whole head of grays. I think that if I were to strip all my color, most of my hair would be probably gray. No, no. I'm serious. It's bad. You... Really? Yeah, it's pretty bad. But my grandma, she had a full head of gray hair, like in her 40s. Oh, stop. Yeah, and I'm almost there. I'm like a couple of months away from being 40. Uh, really? Already? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. You're going to be 40 next year? I know. Isn't that so young? Yes. <laughs> Except I think if is... you're getting pregnant. Oh, yeah, no. Geriatric pregnancy. Ugh. That sounds so enticing. Well, because Yamel was 39, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, Zane! And how is she doing? She's good. She's doing yeah. really well. She's adjusting to nursing and feeding schedules, and yeah, not getting any sleep. Right. I was able to go and help her out last week, and 
trying to give her some tips and make her some little lactation balls. Yeah. They're actually really good. We finished them. Nice. (laughs) Well, I brought home like five. Okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, Whatever. I made her some food so she can just like throw it in the microwave and heat it up or Mm -hmm. in the toaster oven or what are those other things called? Air fryer oven. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. I don't know. Instapots or. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe she had a baby. A little baby. He is adorable. I bet. Well, I saw the little pictures of his little tiny face and he's super cute. Yeah. I wish I could be there. I want to hold him. But I'm not there. Yeah, I know. It's. Newborn is, I mean, I was dead tired. Oh, yeah. I wasn't oh, yeah. even doing any of the work her and her, her husband were doing, but I was, like, trying to help out in between feedings and holding him and burping him and changing his diaper. And, you know, yeah. I was doing all the in-between stuff so they can rest. And I was exhausted. I know. We want to have another baby. <laughs> Do we have another baby? Gloria. Oh, no. Really? I mean, I know you guys talked about it, but mm-hmm. you got to start all over, man. All over. Yeah. It's very, very exhausting just talking about it. I'm not opposed to, like, adopting. Yeah, so, that's cool. I mean, I have some health stuff going on, so I, I don't think getting pregnant is viable for me right now. So that's okay. Yeah. I've gone through one pregnancy. It was Honestly, it was pretty terrible. Yeah. Um, except for like probably two months out of the whole pregnancy. Oh, the rest yeah. of it was rough. It was pretty rough. Oh. Yeah, I didn't um, like being pregnant either. So I feel your pain. Yeah. It's just uncomfortable and yeah. having health issues and mean nurses. <laughs> mean? You had mean nurses? I had a mean lactation nurse. She was oh. super mean. Yeah. It, yeah, and that can kind of discourage the new mom from even wanting to breastfeed. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, breastfeeding is difficult for some people and mm-hmm. not difficult for others, and to each their own. But I had a rough time. Yeah, um, I have inverted nipples, so right. That's you tough. have to like work at it <laughs> to even get anything to like to get the baby to latch. So then I started using these nipple covers, and that was like heaven. Yeah, I didn't have to worry about chapped nipples or the nice. nipple cream or any of that. It was it was excellent. Yeah, but the That's nurse cool. shamed me for not feeding my son when he first <sighs> was born. What? Yeah. Oh. But I couldn't feed him because I had gestational diabetes. Oh, okay. So it's diabetes when you're pregnant. And I mm-hmm. only had it during that time. I am not diabetic now. I have never right. been diabetic. So um, it's just yeah. a condition that can happen during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so I was told by the baby's pediatric doctor who came in and assessed us and like, please don't feed him for 24 hours. We have to do blood tests and I said okay they gave my husband a bottle and handed him over to handed Benji over to his dad and he fed him and gave him the first few feedings because I was so weak coming off of the Mm -hmm. epidural and I mean the epidural by the time I even had him it did I I could feel every stitch 
from my tear, like every stitch in it. So yeah. I was probably gonna pass out, and they then they're like, "You need to eat," and so they ordered me chicken Alfredo, Ugh. and I was expecting like Olive Garden chicken Alfredo for some right. reason, like you know the taste of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it's garbage. not anything. Like yeah. <laughs> Cafet- it's cafeteria Alfredo, yeah. which is garbage, by the way. Mm-hmm. Garbage. Yeah. So Their food garbage. there's gross. Yeah. I know. Uh yeah. Yeah. So having kids is wonderful yet taxing on the body. And yeah, pretty much makes you tired all the time. <laughs> All the time. But I'm happy for you, Mel. I'm happy that that all worked out. Because I know she's she's been wanting a baby, hasn't she? For like a while? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And her and Mickey, they got married already? No. Or no? I mean, they're, they're basically, basically they've been living married. together. Well, I know. They were trying no, to have we, a wedding before yes. COVID. Yeah. Their yeah. wedding was actually set for March 29th, 2020. That's right. That's right. Because we and were going to so, go. COVID hit and everything shut down. And so their wedding yeah. was postponed. And they I thought postponed. For, yeah. I thought for some reason they went to like the courthouse or something and got married. I can't, for some I reason, mean, I just keep thinking that, but they should have. I've been trying to convince them to do it and then just have like a wedding. Yeah. That. No pressure. Who cares? We, no you pressure. Know, really wants a destination wedding uh, you know, well, on the beach wearing no shoes and just sand in your toes. Like, <laughs> but then her dress is not really cut out for that type of wedding. I mean, I guess it could be. It's a beautiful dress. And funny yeah. thing is, like, we were at the dress shop for hours trying on dresses. And mm-hmm. she picked one and was, like, ready to go. And we were literally walking up to pay. And we walked by this mannequin. And it had this beautiful, like, beaded dress. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my God, I really like that dress. I'm like, try it on. I don't want yeah. you to see for something that like you're gonna regret, and so she tried it on, and it, it was perfect. Oh, isn't that always exactly the best? Yeah, yeah, it's the best. Well, I mean, hopefully she'll get that wedding. I guess that she wants, but I'm sure she will. She's yeah, I'm the maid of honor, so well, we'll yeah. Then it needs we'll to make happen, it happen for sure. For sure. Or the matron, or I forget the correct lingo when you're married. I think it's matron of honor. Yeah, because I'm no longer a maid. You're no longer a maid. Yeah, you're definitely a matron. So, mm. sorry guys, we got off on a, another tangent. Um, all right, so we've already established that having kids and being a working mom is tough. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are doing it. Yeah. Our hats go off to you. It's it's a tough thing. I've done it. Gloria, you've, you're you doing it. And there's plenty of other women out there that are currently doing it right now. So props to everyone. Doing it um, and doing it. Doing it and doing it and doing it. Yep. That is true. Um, all right. So here's a fun question I have for you, Gloria. Okay. Um, if you could go back in time. And tell your younger self Ooh. advice or give your younger self advice. What advice would you give? That one is a tough one because no. I would tell myself to take that damn scholarship that you got 
through St. Mary's University in San Antonio Ooh. and go. That's, I didn't but even know that you had a scholarship at San I Antonio. I did. I did have a scholarship in San Antonio. What was the scholarship for? For academics. Yeah, it was. I have a little bit of brains. No, you don't. You got a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I did not know that. I've known you for 15 years, and that's one thing I did not know. I had a scholarship. I mean, it it was kind of clouded by the fact that the guy that I was dating at the time, he was in a motorcycle accident, and he didn't survive it. And so that's why I didn't go, because we were actually planning on moving out. San Antonio together and I went and stayed with Aunt Alita and Uncle Robert and they were helping me find a job and mm-hmm. and then that happened and yeah. then I was kind of I took it as a sign for me at the time like don't go but mm-hmm. now I have student loan debt and had I not <laughs> like the rest of us Americans <laughs> yeah had I not listen had I not you know gone into my grief and taken that as a sign I wouldn't have student loan debt for my bachelor's right I would be fine doing it for my master's but my bachelor's student loan debt it's stupid it's otherworldly it's more than my salary yeah I mean my previous salary was a little bit lower but my new salary is a little more generous Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's crazy high it was really high amount yeah and it's not going away it seems like ever which baffles my mind the crazy thing is like I was at UTEP and I didn't have a scholarship for UTEP but they are have engineering schools so that's I thought civil engineering was like let's go do it yeah I I don't know why but and then I made the turn to psychology but before I did all of that before I went to UTEP because I had already lost my scholarship by then mm-hmm. they extended my time and I still didn't go I that's what I want that's what I'm like kicking myself oh, for oh geez yeah I mean I told them what happened they're like oh my god that's I mean they're totally understanding yeah but you just didn't um, go yeah I just didn't go <sighs> I, I just took that as a sign like no but you know what honestly that was yeah. a sign because then I would have, me and you would have never gotten to live together and drive in snow in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I'll forever remember that whole experience. <laughs> and you would have never met Daniel, probably. No. I never had Benj. So, yeah. So, I mean, we would still hopefully know each other. But... Well, yeah. I mean, that wouldn't change Hobbs' course yeah. in coming here. He was already here. Yeah. No. No, he wasn't here yet. I don't think. I don't know. He wasn't in. He wasn't in Phoenix yet. <laughs> Ages ago, my brain is. I know it's been so long. I can't even remember what I did a year ago. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't. That's really well, terrible. My Google Photos could probably tell us what we. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I did get. I did get a lot of Google Photo updates today, and I was like. Oh, and now they have this cool button on there that I didn't even notice until today where you can, um, they like put a collage together for you and then you can like save the collage. Oh, it's actually, it was actually really cool. And I was like, I, this is awesome. 
Good job, Google. Yeah, I I heart Google Photos. I paid yeah. for extra storage so I can have did all you? my photos. Yeah. 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 I think yeah, I, do I do too. I think I do too. Yeah. Because I have a lot. I think I have iCloud. More iCloud storage is definitely a must. Yeah. It's a must. Yes. So, okay. Sorry. Again, just tangent after tangent. We're just trying to catch up. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to your degree in psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was your ultimate plan when you were going to school for for that? What did you want to do um, ultimately? Because we know program manager wasn't the first. Right. So what was Essentially like what goal? I'm doing now. Yeah. yeah. What really? I'm doing now is like learning, development, creating platforms and ways for people to get that on-the-job training that they need yeah. to be successful. Yeah. Um, there has there's been far too many times where I've been turned down for a job because I don't have quote unquote relevant work experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that challenges it. Like, okay, so you want to give me this job, right? In mm-hmm. whatever it is. But because I don't, I don't have, I don't, I haven't finished my bachelor's in psychology. You're not going to give it to me. But then I need to have experience. <laughs> You want me to have experience in this job, but mm-hmm. I can't get the job without my bachelor's degree. So I'm kind of stuck here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want, I was going for a job in social work and they're like, you need to have a bachelor's degree for this job. Okay. Well, I'm working on it, so I can't get this yeah. job yet. So then I go once I have my job and they're asking me for experience. And I was like, <laughs> Okay, well, you just told me that I needed a bachelor's degree to get this job, and now you want experience now that I have my bachelor's degree that obviously you can see that I graduated in 2011, so. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It's like, you know, how do I get ahead at all, ever? And the lady's like, can I call you back? You're like, no. Like if you never mind, forget it. (laughs) No, they offered me the job, but I mean, you can't. You have to advocate for yourself. Is the point I'm getting at? Is like, yeah, you can't sit there and let people tell you what you know because only you can do that, and that's part of being in industrial organizational psychology. Like Mm -hmm. you, you have to advocate for yourself and you know what your experiences are you know what you've done don't let anybody tell you what you know how to do yeah you're you're not going to ever go into a job knowing that company I can read about your vision and your mission statement and all of your goals for the year but that doesn't mean I'm going to know what that's about so you should never get penalized for not knowing about that job because yeah. there's no right. way you can every company operates differently yeah for sure so, I agree amen for <laughs> no one else is gonna do it amen sister amen <laughs> that's true I mean you can't just let people be like no you're not suited for the job and then be okay with that so I get it I absolutely get it how do you I mean how do you um keep learning or challenging yourself all the time 
just to keep yourself sharp. Well, honestly, my company is awesome. They, um, they have a partnership with LinkedIn. And so I can do LinkedIn learning, um, like specific. My company is going the agile way. And so this mm-hmm. is like this whole new way of working. Um, so I'm learning about that now, which before in my previous role, I didn't have to really know what the agile is at my bank at SVB. <laughs> but now I do. So now I'm having to take all these courses. And I mean, I don't have to, but I, I want to because I need to know. Yeah, I'm the type sure. of person that likes to be a resource. I like people to come to me and ask for help. Mm-hmm. Um, I also retain information very easily in that way. <laughs> and Which I is can... a blessing, by the way. Yeah. Like, yes. Retaining information is great. Well, once I know, I know. And that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't that's ever take that away. <laughs> can't ever take that away yeah yeah um there's so much technology like going on in the world all the time it's just progressing so rapidly and you and I we've been through um technology kind of being there and then just exploding and now it's just like everywhere all the time do you think in your own opinion, do you think it was simpler? Life was simpler without technology back then? I think social media is my bigger, like, I don't mind the computers and the video chatting and all those Mm -hmm. capabilities, but social media has just really turned everybody around. Like, I don't need to know everybody's opinion. I don't care. Yeah. But everybody's opinion now is taken as fact, and that is what bothers me. Mm-hmm. You can't have opinion about everything without about anything, especially if you're a celebrity, without yeah. somebody saying you shouldn't think that way. And it's like, well, I do have my own brain. Yeah, <laughs> like um, the autonomy is taken away from you in that respect, and it's like then you're apologizing for thinking the way you think, and that's. Yeah, it's really... that's not okay to me. Like I, I hate social media. Yeah, I have a Facebook account, but the only reason, and I don't have my Facebook app. I just have the Messenger app, and the only reason oh, okay. I keep that is so I can keep in touch with family members that I wouldn't otherwise no talk to or see right. or know about. Right, because you find yeah. out like more family through this family member, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. I didn't know I had a cousin that lived in New York or whatever it is. Yeah. In, throughout COVID, we found we had several more aunts and cousins. And I was like, wow, my family. <laughs> well, first of all, Producing. my uncles. Yeah. My uncles are a little, you know, crazy. Um, <laughs> in terms of, and I mean like woman crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, Promiscuous. Like, yeah, that, that's a better word. Is that a good word? I don't know. Does, yeah. that, does that work? No, that works. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just social media is crazy, but I don't know. I feel like you can't have one without the other. Like you can't have all this technology and want us to progress forward in the world without having something in the way, you know, yeah, social Twitter. media. Yeah. Twitter's fine. It yeah. limits you. You don't have mm-hmm. to put all these giant like, blurbs on there. Like these like 
the worst Facebook posts are the ones that are the ones that are like, you're not going to read past this message. Only my real friends will read this. Or, oh my you know, God. Like, like, only my real friends will read this. And it's like this whole long story about, he, I don't know. Like You're life. right. Nobody is going to read that. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Only I your true best them. friends will. <laughs> But it's not even about that. them. It's just a shared yeah. post. It's not even about them. It's just a shared post. Nobody's got time for that. Nobody got time for that. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we didn't have technology and, you know, you had to find things to do to entertain yourself, like go outside and ride your bike. Mm-hmm. Rollerblade. Right, rollerblading, skateboarding. I tried that for a hot minute, did not work out, fell on my face, and I was done. I'm like, I'm good. I could but, rollerblade all day, but put me on a skateboard, I am Oh, terrified. forget it. Yeah. <laughs> no. I can't, I don't have balance to save my life, so forget it. But yeah, rollerblading, I enjoyed, and I liked to ride my bike. I was outside all the time. Like, the rule of thumb was... Hey kids, be home by six or be home before it gets dark, right. you know, so we could have dinner. And that was just the thing. Like you just were home before it got dark. Yeah. And now it's like, you can't even get the kids to go outside and do anything because the tablets or the video games or whatever is in the way. So then you got to turn into beast mom and take all that shit away. <laughs> so <laughs> Force them to go outside like, where's that happy medium? Why can't they yeah. regulate themselves? <laughs> I know. Like, why do okay. I have to enforce it all the time? It sucks. You know? Because now I'm just, like, I'm just the mean mom that takes away all the technology and doesn't let them do anything. And I'm like, you know, I'm really, I'm saving your soul. I promise I am. You'll thank me for it later when you're my age. They just look at me and they're like, whatever. I mean, the other thing I like is is all the design, like Pinterest. Oh. That is. Like, I love Pinterest. That is my BFF someday. Yes. Like I can just sit there and scroll through Pinterest stuff all day long. But all day. I'm a creator. I like to make stuff, and you know, yeah. I'm I'm making you know some shirts for someone I know and their business. Me. <laughs> and but that's Yay. like my creative outlet. I need that to be cool, mom. And yeah. easygoing wife. And yeah. sure, I'll do the laundry all day, all week. But then you're going to come up with ways to find a robot to do that for you later. Eventually, <laughs> yeah. That's the creator in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know everybody needs an outlet. So, Hav, yeah. speaking of outlets, Hav bought a um, lock picking set from this YouTuber that he watches called the lock picking lawyer. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I don't know. It's, it's insane how he can just sit there and watch these videos. But anyways, um, that's what he bought for his birthday. And he's like, this is going to be my new hobby. And I'm like, uh, picking locks like for a heist or what? I mean, what do you need to pick locks for? <laughs> Yeah. And he was like, I don't know, maybe. And I was like, mm. yeah, don't Did include me in that. Like, he's not in those movies, you know, where they <laughs> take a lot to right? save someone or yeah. get in like, somewhere. Like, he's obsessed. It's like a problem. But let me tell you, 
your husband, my brother, mm-hmm. he used to take apart our phones and then put it back together. And when you oh, put yeah. it back together, there's like a loose piece in there. So now it's like <laughs> something is jiggling around in the phone. Like who broke so, this? Yeah, like yeah. Pop, you messed this up. And he's like, That's funny. It still works fine. But it's there's just a fine. Piece. That's yeah, I know. That's he's forever him. I know. He's hard. He's an interesting cat, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I still love him, even though he likes to play with locks. And, you know, it might come in handy one day. You never know. You You, just never know. I mean, I I would probably call him and I could kind of see myself (laughs) calling him and saying, Hop, I know you know how to pick locks. I need your help. Right? Because I would probably be be the one doing that for something. (laughs) You should totally. You should totally do that to him one day, like like next week or something, or even tomorrow. You should just call him up and be like, Hav, his face is going to light up like a freaking <laughs> Christmas tree. He'd be like, okay. See? Oh, that my God. I know. I'm terrible. But it's all in fun. <laughs> it's all in fun. Um, so what else is going on with you? Anything new? Well, I am. I love to read books. Oh, yeah. But I read like psychological thrillers. I don't always read inspiring books because I don't know. I feel like some of it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell no, me how you really no disrespect feel. to the person I know. I just. Everybody's going to have their own experiences. Everyone's going to have their own way of dealing with it. And like 96% of the time, it's not the way I would do it. And that's just because I am stubborn. I will tell you how to like walk out of my room. That's how we, that's how terrible I am at like doing things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so psychological thrillers, that sounds bomb. Yeah. So what's, what's the latest book that you've read? So I'm actually reading like three different right now which I don't know why I started <laughs> how can you even keep up with that three different books what's that They're, about well okay one of them is like a guilty pleasure wolf wolverine you know what are they called werewolf oh yeah it's about werewolves and like the whole community of werewolves and there's alphas and you know all these things mm-hmm. um so I read this this book series called the buried bones um, by Melinda Lee. Okay. And there's like a series of, they're just like finding killers and like all the clues leading up to it. And like 60% of the time, I'm already guessing who's done it. Nice. And most of the time, I'm right. So I'm like, yeah. I know. We should have, we should have gone into like PI work together. That would have been super bomb. I mean, we're not, we're not old people yet. So I mean, I know. At some point. Because I do the same thing. I really enjoy psychological thriller movies. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, yeah, I love it. I love sitting there trying to figure out who the killer is. It's like. Gone Girl? Yes. That was a good one. Yeah. That was really good. I really liked that one. So, um, yeah, which book, which books did you say? You said you're reading three of them? Yeah. So Melinda Lee is like one of the, she's, it's an easy read. It's an easy read book. Oh. Right now I'm on seven of ten, and then um, 
I'm trying to find the name. Oh, here it is. There's like Lisa Jackson. She has a series of books. Um, right now I'm reading uh, Fatal Burn. Ooh. It's a West Coast series book too. Nice. Um, that one is, and I have the Kindle subscription. So last year, Kindle told me that I read. I don't da, da, da. Know. Yes, tell me. 282 books. Holy moly. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm, I can sometimes read a book in a day. and Girl, you make me look bad. I don't read books hardly at all. <laughs> I am like a serial reader. Like if I find the psychological thrillers that have like a whole series to them, like yeah. the Morgan Dane series, I really love I really love. I don't them. even know what that. What is that? Mork and um, Dane. Yeah, it's it's another Melinda Cindy. Melinda Lee. She's she's just a really good writer. And okay. Her books, but Morgan Dane. Um, the Brie Taggart series is also good. So that's that's what I was reading. Brie Taggart, the Widow's Island novella books. Ooh. Uh, but Morgan Dane books are pretty good. Okay. I'll have to check it out. I'll probably end up doing like a, um, like an audible, not an audible, but something like that. Yeah. Cause I'm, I don't, I don't my know. Google list right now. So sorry. I'm... No, you're good. You're all good, man. Um, Robert Dugoni. Do you know who that guy is? I don't know who that is. So he is a, just... an actor. He's an actor. I don't He's a writer. I don't know why I he's said that. He's a writer. Yeah. But he is like, Critically acclaimed New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Amazon best-selling author. And Tracy hmm. Crosswhite series, also an excellent series. Interesting. Yeah, I've like never heard of books. I mean, it's not yeah, I've... Forte, but... yeah, but I really I, I like those. I like those kinds of serial books, serial killer books, and oh. I try to read serious stuff, and it doesn't get me. Like I share an Audible account with Alexis, mm-hmm. and. She has like okay, Dave Ramsey. I that's an audio book, right. and I listen yeah. to Dave Ramsey. And we're currently doing the Baby Steps. We're on. Yep. Um, we're currently in the process of the snowball paying down our debt. Cash is king, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. Yep. Yeah, that's um, important. But she had the book um, that Demi Demi Moore wrote. Um, that's a pretty good book. I read mm-hmm. that. I listened to that. It's called um, Inside Out by okay. Demi Moore. And the things that she went through was pretty heart-wrenching. Um, like people say, like, oh, for me, psychology, human behavior, all of mm-hmm. the things that happen to people, that's what interests me. Right. And my degrees, like, hence why I like psycho psychological thrillers because human behavior again it all goes back to my yeah. interest I mm-hmm. mean my mom wanted me to be a brain surgeon but I still <laughs> am somewhat <laughs> with the brain in terms of behavior based yeah which is super <laughs> activity I think yeah, yeah. sometimes I mean <sighs> That's why I think the serial killers like really fascinate me is because mm-hmm. it's like the behavior behind it. Like it's the why and and all of that. Right. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy I it. I read a book about Ted Bundy 
from a woman that actually like worked with him. Whoa, what? That book. Um, and yeah, and rule the stranger beside me. That I okay. I watched. I read that book. That was a pretty good book. Um, she she writes it good. I don't want to give anything away if, if you anyone wants to read it, but it's good. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. look that up. Yeah, I'll no, definitely look that yeah. up. I I'm I just kind of all over the place with books. Um, Dave Ramsey, how to win and how to win friends and influence people. Not mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey, sorry, Dale Carnegie. <laughs> um, I don't know Close why enough. I said Dave Ramsey. I mean, yeah. It's because I was looking at my audiobook list. Um, Dale Carnegie, yeah. how to win friends and influence people. That's okay. a good book to read. I've read. That's like my bookshelf book where I keep it there like when I need a reminder of how to just to remember like my place and things Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely (laughs) I'm not a leader of many people right now but I'm organizing a group of people so I still have to manage them and manage behaviors and um my own behavior on top of that so yeah um, it's it's interesting to see how you can control your um reactions your facial expressions now that we have to do zoom meetings keeping Mm -hmm. a neutral expression where when you're not on meetings you're like what your face (laughs) is scrunched up your eyebrows are raised to the sky yeah um it's all different right it's an etiquette that people have to learn so yeah which i am currently learning how to do yes it is definitely Yes, 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 yes. But yeah, we're getting a water system. <laughs> <laughs> a what? We we're getting a soft water reverse osmosis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, our groundwater here in Arizona is disgusting. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's disgusting. Like disgusting. Uh-huh. I can't believe I I was noticing how much my hair was falling out and you know me I have a ton of hair and like yeah. curly and whatever but um yeah no my hair's been falling out like a lot oh that's we gross. used to have the soft water system at the rental we were at before we bought our house mm-hmm. my hair was beautiful my skin was never dry like right now my hands I just put lotion on like three times during this call. I don't know if you noticed, but no, because my hands feel so dry and my <laughs> lips are constantly chapped. Like that yeah. is all the water drying out my skin. It's terrible. It's terrible disgusting. Water. Stupid water in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, at least like, so we ran out of water. Um, I haven't filled up my five gallon jugs in a week or so, and I need to go do that, but um, I'm able to drink the tap water over here in texas so yeah well they have reverse osmosis systems already built into their yeah well look at that jeez well that's what my mom always is like whining about (laughs) i mean not whining sorry yeah um that's what she's always saying expressed dislike All this etiquette, always, man. It's uh, really stupid. I should say right? bragging about. She's bragging about it. Oh, okay. Okay. She can tell the difference when she comes over here. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's at home. 
So of course, yeah. Our that water in Arizona tastes like dirt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really gross. But um, all right, fun question. Okay. I guess I don't know. Maybe we'll see. So, what's your biggest failure in life that you've experienced, and had you overcome and learn from it? Think, Might be a hard question. Well, I, I I've been asked this before, and I think my biggest failure was missing out on that San Antonio opportunity. Like, yeah, it comes full circle for me. Like, I think I I wasn't like my doing the degree here in Arizona and finishing school here. Um, was kind of like a pressure thing from the school, from the people that were supposed to be helping me versus Mm -hmm. like, I didn't earn coming to University of Phoenix and going to school there. I earned that scholarship. Yeah. With my hard work, my dedication to school. I mean, yes, I partied, but not (laughs) nearly. (laughs) Didn't we all? You know? I I, yeah. I always had that in the back of my mind. Like I need to do well in school. I've always yeah. had advanced placement classes because I needed the challenge. Since mm-hmm. fourth grade, I was in a gifted and talented group and we did all these cool side projects and like created, I don't even like, I just remember some like caterpillar thing that we did and turned into a butterfly, but we did it all like animated well, I shouldn't say animated. We did like actual costumes and like created this whole skit and had to perform it. And Mm -hmm. I have stage fright. So I was in the Caterpillar costume under like one of the, like the little humps. So you could never see me the whole time, but that was the only way I agreed to participate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Um, I think not going to San Antonio and doing what I wanted to do and um, I think and I was going to go to school for business mm. no I don't, I don't even remember honestly yeah I don't remember what it's I was like a lifetime ago yeah it was yeah it was 21 years ago yeah wow yeah that's a whole yeah, lifetime 39. ago yeah <laughs> so what'd you learn from that of not taking that experience. Not to regret the things that you didn't do. I mean, there's nothing you could do to change them. True. So if you're, but also not let those chances pass you by. Yeah. So you don't have any regrets. Right. So if there's something that you've been contemplating, try it out. Because yeah. what do you have to lose? Not liking it and you don't have to do it. Then you can yeah. stop. At least you can say that you tried it and you did it. And that's Are why those you keep words encouraging me. True to you by any yes, that's why I was just gonna say. That's why you keep encouraging me to do this business because, yeah. you know, you you have a knack for talent. Like you can see it, and I appreciate that. I just mm-hmm. it's scary, you know. Hell like, yeah, it is. I mean, it would be scarier. I can't. I mean, let me let me backtrack. I can't say that. 
it is scary and it's not like I, at least I have Hobbs income and we're okay. And we have food on the table and yeah. a roof over our heads. But in some cases people didn't have half of that and they still managed to be successful and make a business. So I have no excuses at this point and I'm just going to go for it and give it some time to develop and grow. And hopefully, you know, it'll turn into something magnificent and I can turn around and be like, thank you, Gloria, for making me do this. (laughs) (laughs) All I, all I did was encourage you. You're the one doing all the work. So I know, I know, but maybe someday you think yourself. (laughs) Yeah, I will. Thank me. When, when I get big, um, I'm going to need reinforcements at some point. So we'll see where you are in life. Yeah. And, um, you know, if it's something you would love to come on and be a co-partner with, I would more than happy, be more than happy to have you. I would love that. Or we'll do our PI business. Do whatever we want to do. Yeah. Cause it's life, right? You got to try, right? That's right, man. That's right. So what about this job? And now I'm just like, I'm in it. I can't back out. I can't like, I almost was going to change my mind. Like, why? Why would yeah. I do that? No, you can't. You can't do that. Don't, Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Just try Don't it do. out. See what happens. You know, I mean, check, check, check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? I like, oh, it. you know, Oh. A, I think it's part of the song. Check Is yourself. It? Wreck yourself. Before you wreck yourself. I'm sure. I think it is. You're right. Yeah, it just it sounds too much like a song. Why can't I remember that? I don't know. I have no idea where it comes from. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's ice cube. Of course it is. Of course it is. It's called (laughs) check yourself. Before you wreck yourself. I like it. Yeah, I see it. I like it. Also, I like old school rap, so yeah. Kind of dating myself there too. Hey, it's okay. Um, so what makes you savage, Gloria? Tell me. What How do you grab savage? life by the horns and not give a F and just be confident and true to yourself? You just got to do what makes you happy. And you ha- you can't be afraid to be happy and yeah. be afraid of what anybody else is going to think or do or see say. Because everyone's going to have an opinion about what's going on. Yeah. And you just got to be true to yourself. Like what's making you happy. And if something's not making you happy, then you have to have the strength to say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I can't do laundry every five minutes, you know? Right. (laughs) Or some, (laughs) you know, greater life decisions. Like, I don't know. You can't be afraid to take chances. Yeah. You can't be afraid to take a chance on yourself. And I mean, I am, I didn't realize how terrified of heights I am. I used to like climb on the roof of our house all the time and jump down from it. Mm-hmm. And you're at one of those jumping places with, I think it was Ethan's birthday party. And Probably. I had like the straps around me and we were going up this thing and Hob just like runs up it. <laughs> and it's like these thin poles and you're just kind of climbing the poles but you're like high off the ground you yeah know, yeah you got to climb up 
and I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't even do the one that was like barely past um, Daniel. Oh, it's nerve wracking. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I don't do heights either. But I was ziplining in the jungle in Mexico, and Mm -hmm. I was climbing these tall trees, and I was loving it. Yeah, I don't understand where. Yeah, but anyway, I don't either. I don't either. I don't like heights, but yet I like roller coasters. So go figure. But also the other thing is like be true to yourself. Like just you, there's no reason to not be honest here with yourself. So you're gonna be dishonest with anyone, not yourself. Don't lie to yeah. yourself because you're gonna end yeah. up doing, and putting yourself in a situation that you maybe you don't know how to get out of. And you only and got you help. at the end of the day. Yeah. And ask for help. Yeah. And if you need it, ask, ask for help. help. It's not I agree. It's not a hard thing to do. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I. If I wasn't, if I didn't ask for help, I wouldn't probably be where I'm at now. And it's okay to and ask I didn't for help. want to. I didn't want to ask yeah. for help because I was grow I was raised to be independent. To be my grandpa always told me, no man wants a stupid woman. Mm-hmm. And he said that because he was trying to encourage me to get all the knowledge I can and just keep on learning. You're never too old to learn. Right? Yeah. That's true. Also, he told me that he would ask me, why am I so smart? And I would say, because I'm a Bettis girl. (laughs) (laughs) I say that to the kids. Why are you so smart? You do? Why are you so cute? (laughs) Because I'm a Bettis boy. Yeah, that's what we say. Mm -hmm. Grandpa is so great. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And he's not wrong. He's very smart. Very, very smart man. He had a fourth so. grade education. So if you can't draw inspiration from that and like build what he did. Yeah. He left behind a huge awesome. legacy. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So props to Gramps, right? For sure. Well, Gloria, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> your I appreciate your time on being on my podcast and sharing with us your life endeavors and being a a working mom and going through all of those hard emotions. Thank you. I had a good time. Good. Lots of discussion. I know. It's fun, isn't it? (laughs) Off topic discussion. (laughs) Hey, it's okay. It's all part of the process, right? Yeah. All right, sister. Until next time. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. <laughs> Bye.